Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Thanks for joining us on this special Latin American Straight Talk series, featuring top ELA lawyers spanning the region from Mexico to Argentina, from Chile to Costa Rica, and all the countries in between. On the program, our guests are going to cover some of the most important labor and employment topics facing their jurisdictions today. So if your company's doing business in Latin America, be sure to listen in to the full series and get the whole picture. In this segment, let's hear from Maria Duran, a lawyer at Hughes & Hughes in Uruguay. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you, Peter. Uruguay is a very stable country with clear rules for everyone in general terms, no matter government, etc. And I have been thinking of three topics that I understand would be of interest to many people due to current reality. One of them is teleworking, a practice that has existed in Uruguay for some time with no regulation, and it has expanded a lot due to the pandemic as everywhere else. And until August, last August, there was no regulation. It took place with no specific laws or decrees to be applied. And nowadays, we have a new regulation established by law that was issued in August that has basically established three or four principles. One of them is the need of, of agreement between the parties in order to establish this kind of work. The other one is a lot of flexibility regarding working hours. This flexibility implies that an employee can surpass the daily limit of hours and not incur in overtime in case uh, the week limit is not surpassed. Another flexibility established is that the, the employee has a, a freedom to establish the time schedule. We see some difficulties in practice on that because obviously the companies must have a say regarding time schedule of employees, even in teleworking. And the other innovation regarding timing is that there is a mandatory right to disconnect for eight hours between each day of work. Another aspect that was also regulated is that all conditions, all benefits and conditions must be kept the same as for regular employees. Finally, it's important that the parties also agree on what will happen with equipment and IT tools that may be needed in order to telework. If the parties do not agree on that, the law establishes that the employer must provide them to the employee in order to develop his tasks. The second topic I, I think is under, it's very interesting, and I think it's under discussion everywhere else, is COVID vaccine. In Uruguay, this vaccine is not mandatory, and therefore all persons are free to take it or not. This is the same for every kind of worker, either health, people or whoever they want, people can get the vaccine but are not obliged to do it. And therefore, the big question that is rising everywhere and we're always being asked is, can employers require this vaccine or can the employers ask for information regarding their vaccine to their employees? As a general term, the answer is no, because the vaccine is not mandatory and therefore employers are not entitled to request this information or to require this vaccination as a condition to continue working or to be hired in a new position. Nonetheless, authors are discussing that in certain specific circumstances, it would be advisable for employers to be able to require 
this vaccine. For instance, in case of companies that are exposed to a high risk, such as health people or people working at retirement home, etc. Nonetheless, as the vaccine is not mandatory right now, and there's no law that establishes the obligation of people to get vaccinated, as a general principle, employers cannot require it. And the Ministry of Labor has publicly declared that in case this is a requirement established by a company, the company may be subject to penalties as it would be seen as a discriminatory measure. So I think the, this discussion is not closed yet, but up to now, we don't have solid grounds to require the vaccine from employees. Finally, another aspect that is on the table right now because of the pandemic is all immigration issues related to entering the country or to working or making business in the country if you are a foreign person. And due to the pandemic, our borders were closed, except for certain circumstances in which foreign people are allowed to, to get into our country. There are different hypotheses, for example, diplomats, for example, legal residents, people with working or business needs that are duly justified, etc. In the last few months, the government has decided to start a process of opening of our borders due to our better numbers regarding the pandemic and due to the, the vaccination process that has been quite successful. And as from September this year, all foreign people that are owners of real estate in Uruguay, either directly or through a company, are allowed to enter the country with no other condition. You don't have to prove any other need to come, as in the other cases, but there are certain requirements that must be fulfilled, such as COVID vaccination, PCR negative, and in some cases, if you come with family members that are not vaccinated due to their age, you will have to have a quarantine. You have to make a requirement before coming to Uruguay in order to provide the evidence that you are the owner of a real estate in the country and you will be able to enter. The government is, will, will evaluate this process and the intention is that as from November, all foreigners with COVID vaccine will be entitled to enter the country prior to application for, for entering before coming. So we are quite uh, expectant on, regarding this as we deem it's very important for us to get borders open, to get people coming for tourism and business and any other reasons. So I think these are the three topics that are really on the table right now. So I give back the word to Peter. If you'd like to connect with Maria, please find her contact information in the notes to this podcast. Also, be sure to bookmark our website, ela.law. On the website, you can register to gain access to our on-demand library of podcasts and webinars, as well as join us in upcoming events, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks for listening.